Welcome to the Unmasked Life Podcast, a podcast to help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential. And now your host, Matt Manny. Hey, thanks so much for joining me as we come into day 15. In this devotional today, we're going to take a concept from a previous devotional about get the big rocks out, and we're going to flip that concept on its head this time and look at it from a perspective of how to get the most important things, the priorities into our lives first before we run out of daylight, before we run out of years of our lives to live. I'd encourage you to go ahead and pick up a copy of Faith for the Impossible at Amazon.com or ManyResources.com. Let's go ahead and jump into today's devotional, Day 15, Get the Big Rocks in First. I love Lego. I loved Lego as a kid. My kids love Lego. Something strange happens, though, I found as a person matures from being a boy to a man to a father and even to a grandfather. I enjoyed Lego as a kid, but I enjoy them even more so now as a dad. And what's funny is that my dad, as a papa, enjoys them even more than I think I do. For years now, my dad will purchase a Lego kit that's several thousand pieces around Christmas time for the family to work on at any family get-together that we might have throughout the rest of the year. The latest project is a 4,000-piece replica of the Kevin McAllister house from the Home Alone movie franchise. If you've ever built a Lego set, you've probably experienced the following. You work tirelessly to get each piece snapped to the next. You follow the instruction guide. Inevitably, you'll have pieces left over. Usually, those pieces are the smaller ones that can tend to get lost. If you have larger pieces left, though, you know you've missed a step. A few years back, Amanda and the kids got me a pretty awesome Lego set. It's a thousand-piece set of Dom Toretto's Dodge Charger from the Fast and the Furious movie franchise. I got the last step of putting the rubber tires on the wheels, and I discovered I had a piece left over that shouldn't have been left over. For some people, they wouldn't chalk it up to anything other than it's an extra piece to toss in the trash with the rest of the empty plastic bags from the set. Others of you, like me couldn't pillow your head knowing a piece was out of place and missing. I looked page by page, retracing my steps to find out where I missed the piece. I took the whole car apart to get back to where I could put the missing piece back in place. Put in what's missing. I introduced the Big Rocks story of the professor helping students to learn about priorities in several devotions ago. In that illustration, we made the application to get the big rocks out of our lives that keep us from moving forward and growing. There are seasons that are just the opposite. As we learned in Ecclesiastes 3, there are seasons to mourn and laugh, to build and tear down, to work and to rest, plant and to harvest. For the third soil, there is a different approach. For the person who is choked out by the worries of wealth and of the world. Just as the professor taught the students, you need to get the big rocks into the jar or else all the gravel and sand and water will take up the space. For the person who is pushed around by worry, they need to anchor themselves, anchor themselves to something that they can depend on, and that is Jesus. The writer of Hebrews says this, This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. Hebrews 6, verse 19 through 20a. 
To know what big rocks to get in to anchor our soul, we have to look at how to counteract worry. If you can worry, you can worship. Worship is the antidote of worry. Worship of God at its core is loving God with our attention, our affection, and our abilities. So big rock number one, seek God. We seek God before we worry about our situation, Matthew 6, 33. Big rock number two, love God. We love God by filling our heart with gratitude of what is true, honorable, and right. Philippians 4, 8 says this. We give rest to our soul by waiting on him, Psalm 62, verses 5 through 6. We renew our mind with thoughts of trust in God instead of conforming to the thought process of society, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And we exercise our strength by doing all we can to make God look good, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. The third rock is this. Big rock number three is to serve God. We live for God by using our abilities and giftings for Him to serve others. Ecclesiastes 3, 9 says this. And 1 Peter 4, 10 says, Just as each one of you has received a special gift that is a spiritual talent and ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another. Think of worry like your laptop or desktop computer. The more apps or programs you have open, the slower your computer runs. The fewer open windows on your screen, the faster your computer operates. Worry slows us down. Keeping our focus on God, though, trusting Him to provide for us, and staying busy serving others doesn't allow us the time to worry. The times of worry, the most often, are the times I'm doing the least. I worry and wait instead of work while I'm waiting for God. Press pause. You might need to take a moment to do some weeding. You may need to weed out mindsets, philosophies, and vows that you've made to keep you from bearing fruit in your life. Paul helps the Corinthians to change their thinking when he wrote, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. I love how he encourages us to pull down the imaginations that go against God. Worries are often what-if imaginations that contradict what it means to love and trust God. Eugene Peterson puts it this way, We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life, shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction, building lives of obedience into maturity. Even as a follower of Jesus, we can have warped philosophies that go against God. The first step to bearing fruit in a life choked out by weeds is to get rid of the weeds. The philosophy and lies we tell ourselves need to be confronted with the truth of who God is and how much He loves us. Thanks so much for listening to Day 15 with our mini-series, Faith for the Impossible. You can find this devotional at Amazon.com or ManyResources.com. You can as well come alongside of us, join us for our 40-day small group or personal study. You can find that as well at Amazon and Many Resources. You can go ahead and find the teaching for that study guide on YouTube, and it dives deeper into the content we're talking about. Thanks so much for joining me, and we'll enjoy being together for our next devotional as we hit day 16 tomorrow. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Unmasked Life Podcast. Join us next time for more great content that will help you leverage your past, fulfill your purpose, and unmask your potential.